Chris, it's Brian from the writer's room, from the Oscars. Yeah, scrawny guy, small, mustache. You gotta can that joke, man. The Jada Pinkett Smith joke, it's not gonna work, trust me. She has alopecia. When I wrote the G.I. Jane joke, I did not realize her condition. You can't use it, Will is gonna freak. I ran the numbers and did the math on the joke, he's not gonna like it. Well, he's gonna like it, but he's gonna hate it once he sees Jada's reaction. Yeah, I know, it's crazy, I know that sounds insane. Do you not think I didn't wanna call you? Switch it out, go to the Ukraine joke. I'm telling you, the Ukraine joke is gonna work. It's not gonna offend anyone. There's no Ukrainian actors there, I don't think. Chris, why won't you trust my judgment? When are black and white people gonna start to trust each other? It could be now. Chris, I know we kissed, but it means nothing compared to that joke. Hot tones, hot tones. Hot tones, hot tones. Alright everybody, welcome into a special edition Oscars Reaction Podcast. My name's Matt Hayes, I'm joined by Kurt Warner. Uh, you're listening to the Analysis. Kurt, it's good to have you on. The slap heard around the world, and of course by slap I mean my ballot getting slapped by your ballot. Life <laughs> is not good. Just a big, like, you know, baby's forearm just hitting down on a... Out of stainless steel table. Yeah. The porterhouse. Uh, uh, yeah, so uh, that happened. The slap heard around the, around the world, the most batshit crazy thing I've ever seen on live TV, especially the Oscars. This is on, the only thing anyone's talking about. There's been plenty of takes. We've had a 24-hour news cycle of memes. Uh, I think it's already reached full capacity. Uh, I mean, what? where do we even – how do we I even know. unpack this? I guess, so here's the thing. I was texted last night before I even went to bed, people saying, really excited for our conversation today. Woke up to a text from the exalted ruler, Andrew Papa, saying he's really excited Very for excited. us to, to to hear our takes on this. Multiple people at work excited uh, to, to hear takes, so a, a little surprised because it seems like it's what everyone's talking about. Yeah. I've been trying to... I've been reading and looking around so much to kind of take in all of the other takes to see how I feel and in in which avenue I want to pick here. I I also think it's complicated because, and, and Will Smith just within the last hour released his apology statement, like apologizing directly to Chris Rock and Mm -hmm. everybody else. Like, yeah, basically anyone who's ever seen a movie or watched the Oscars, but, and I, but it's 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 tough for me because you know I do think there's a complicated racial element here that you know is we're two straight white guys so it's it's tough to like because I think there's there's a part of this where it's Will Smith has been cultivating a wholesome image for african-american families for for african-american men he's he's like very actively tried to build a career around wholesomeness for 30 years to the point where he turned down django unchained and he's turned down other movies which don't necessarily fit that narrative and i think to have that all potentially get damaged in the biggest night of his life and to, in a blink of an eye. <laughs> to perpetuate a lot of bad stereotypes which are untrue and just give a lot of fodder to just closed-minded jerks out there 
it's it's just, I just think like that element is is really complicated as well as people trying to label whether the joke was appropriate or not like people's take on whether a joke went too far and just where we are with modern comedy I think like those are the two elements that were most complicated for me and and I've been and I and I have like I've come to come some conclusions but I wanted to hear how you've kind of been taking in this new cycle as well yeah, there's it's it's kind of flying from all angles. It's you know condemning toxic masculinity uh, and and violence and abuse and how and how abuse can also be uh, take on uh, vocal and verbal uh, elements. So people are like, are you <laughs> do you, are you on Will Smith's side of things for standing up to his family and his wife and or are you Chris Rock you know protecting freedom speech or it's just a joke it's like everyone's everyone's got their their hot take or whatever but basically like this is this cannot happen yeah you can't you can't get up there and slug the host of the oscars or a presenter and then sit back to your seat and then, and then hang out and then get an, an oscar award? <laughs> good lord this is the craziest thing i've ever so when it happened in real time obviously it's like this awkward pause in the uh, in the live feed. It's you know you're like what the hell is going on? What's wrong with my TV? Uh, the slap looked like stage. It looks like it was like a a stage uh, combat you know, fight, stage yeah. combat. Yeah, that looked uh, stage. I was like, okay, that's kind of a bizarre bit. He gets back to his seat. The there <laughs> there's a loop of Chris Rock just like open mouth aghast, and then. Uh, and then you're like, what the hell just happened? But then what what really made it weird was then you see, you can lip read Will Smith saying, get my wife's name out your fucking mouth, clear as day. And you're like, holy shit, something went down here. Yeah. And I was texting you, what the fuck just happened? You misread my text and actually explained to me what happened. Yeah, but I was like, let me break it down for you. You're like, no, I get it. I don't no, need no, an no, explanation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I was like, this is the, this is the, that, this is the show. Everything, this is now train wrecked the show. It's completely yeah, dead. Yeah, you had the In Memoriam. We gotta, every, no one's listening to the In Memoriam or like Sidney Poitier was like, they let off in like, no one's listening to that. No one's listening to Questlove. Like, no, like the, the, the weird ass Godfather bit, like all of that was completely derailed in the wake of Plus the there slap. was like a song and dance routine during the In Memoriam for some reason. That was ridiculous. Um, we'll get to the show later, but yeah, it was it, it definitely took away, and so yeah, it was. And there's so many elements, right? Yeah, the protecting your family, the violence. I love makes you do crazy things, aka slap people. No, I think yeah. Uh, again, the modern comedy element. I keep coming back to. It's like this is why no one wants to host shows. This is why comedies aren't made anymore. Like like people just the insensitivity and, and like, I, like I totally get there's a medical element to this and it's really complicated. That's why it's like hard to make takes, you know? Uh, dude with sign. I mean, it, like so many memes, right? But there's uh, holding up a sign that says live, laugh, keep his wife's name out your fucking mouth. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. We don't, there's another ones that were like, we don't talk about two things, Bruno or Jada. Like there's all sorts of stuff. <laughs> so there's two, there's two memes, serious memes that, that I took to most. The first one, I, I can't remember who wrote it, but it said, men, go to therapy. Don't mock people with a disability. Don't use violence to solve your issues. Take responsibility for your words and actions. Don't blame the devil for your demons. Say sorry yeah. to those you hurt. Be accountable. Be humble. Be honest. Do the work. <laughs> go to therapy. And I think that one that one struck me because it's like, I didn't like the speech 
going Denzel, like, first of all, just pushing Denzel out and saying, hey, like, Denzel's vouching for me, saying that the devil comes for you at your highest point. And it's like, man, no, the devil didn't make you get up and, and, and smack Chris Rock. Like, you, like take accountability, man. And, and decide to be like, oh, Richard Williams is protecting his family. I'm protecting my family. To try to, like, lump a lot of that in. I, I think people wanted more of a reaction to how he his his tweet ended up saying like just taking accountability i've lost my i lost my head like i've he's never done that in his whole career like just say that it got away from you and 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 make an apology and and we'll move on but it's also like the hollywood's white gaze and how a black man should respond and like like like, again it's like so complicated but i think go to therapy do the work like take accountability like i did like that message uh, yeah, one here. Assault is wrong. Alopecia is a painful experience that many black women go through and should not be joked about. Both true. The concept of being the protector can be a form of toxic masculinity. Also true. Black women are rarely protected and deserve to be protected. Like, so multiple things can be true. Not everyone has to have a hot take or side with Will Smith or side with Chris Rock. Also, I mean, there's another element here where Chris Rock keeps coming after uh, Jada Smith. Where, uh, yeah, the 2016. Oscar So White campaign where she boycotted a really funny line. I thought about uh, you know, Jada Pinkett Smith uh, boycotting Oscars is like, me boycotting Rihanna's panties. We weren't invited. We weren't invited. Yo, how are you going to boycott a thing that you weren't invited to? Uh, God, just such good. Some of my favorite tweets from the night uh, shortly after Pablo Torre uh, tweeting, Chris Rock, pr- pretty good chin. Yeah, that was a good one. Like, that was a violent blow. He just stood there. Wow. Yeah. And he just, he's rooted to the ground. He doesn't react and he just, he gets on with the, Will Smith just slapped the shit out of me. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, the composure of Chris Rock, I think he wins this hands down. Yeah, so this is the, the next thing, and it's a little lengthy, and I'm a bad out loud reader, so I'll probably go back and editing. But this is from Jacqueline Wetzel, and she said, My reaction to the Will Smith-Chris Rock incident will not match everyone else's. I refuse to police a man's very public loss of control after a very long career of never having so much as non-properly discarded a napkin. I will extend grace and space in this incident and hope all parties will come together and have a meaningful conversation with genuine apologies when embarrassment, hurt, and anger subside. It's easy to get caught up in the outside, looking in perspective and wang your finger, but it would be a whole lie to pretend as a human we have never had a moment we weren't proud of, a moment where we lost control in some way, a moment of weakness. There is not a human on earth that can say those things, so let's not do that thing where we attempt to publicly punish someone into oblivion for having a terrible lapse in judgment and control that happened to be caught on film. This isn't the pitchfork post people may be looking for. This isn't the joke people want to chuckle at and share. What I saw was a woman be humiliated by a joke about her autoimmune disorder, her husband realizing his wife's humiliation, and knowing the camera was going to zoom in on her face causing further humiliation, and then the man momentarily lost control. He's like beyond embarrassed by his actions he does not need me or anyone else to pile on chris rock handled himself like a champ and if he doesn't know about jada's condition he knows now and is likely also embarrassed if he knew and he made the joke anyway he's a jerk but still handled the aftermath well in the end you've got three humans navigating life the best that they can all three learning lessons tonight yeah that's pretty good yeah i like that yeah um (laughs) Patton oswald had a pretty funny uh, tweet as well he was like do something, Bruce Valange. Yeah, do something, Bruce Valange. <laughs> South Park bit. Well, also, Bruce Valange has written a lot of uh, Oscars uh, bits and jokes. Oh, um, uh, okay. 
throughout the years. Um, Should we move on and put that to bed? I mean, yeah, I think, yeah, I think it's that now that the tweet is out with the apology, like we'll move on. I think both men will move on. I, I just, it'll, it'll be a punchline. It'll live with Will Smith forever. And, and at the end of the day, like he ruined his own night. He, he, I think the big takeaway is that, you know, was it tacky and embarrassing? Yes. Is it a metaphor and does it need to get overcomplicated? Probably not. He ruined his own night. This wholesome reputation he's been trying to build is no longer there. And he's going to have to live with that. And I think that's, that's all that's happening. And we can, we move on. I think he deserved the Oscar. I think the the ceremony probably should have done a little more to kind of mediate that situation, but it is what it is. It's amazing that he wasn't escorted from the room. Yeah. That he was allowed to sit back in his seat and receive an Oscar. I can't uh, imagine another scenario like that happening where someone gets up on stage and hits someone else and What if, what if it was anyone else? What if it was like some guy from the mezzanine comes down, gets up on stage, and punches Chris Rock in the face? He'd be tackled and arrested. Well, just real quick, before we move on, where are we at with, like, jokes and Hollywood? Because it's, it's long been, like, they can't take jokes, Ricky Gervais. Like, we've, we've been here a bunch of times. But if you look at that evening, like, the alopecia bit and, like, people saying it went too far. In the same night, Schumer said Jake Gyllenhaal fucks his sister. Yeah. She said that <laughs> she said that Jennifer Lawrence has gained weight. I know they're friends, but still. And she said Leonardo DiCaprio has sex with teenagers. I just, it's just like that, that's what you're, you're there. You're already being paid millions of dollars and giving yourself an award. And the trade-off is a few jokes at your expense. Yeah. Like, this is why fucking comedy is dead. Like, how do you feel about that? No, I, I feel, I feel the same way. It's like, you know, they're already trying to turn the Oscars into the Golden Globes, but uh, good Lord. It's a, like he's, like you said, it's a G.I. Jane joke. Like, come on, like have a, like, don't take yourself so seriously. Okay, fine. Yeah. You struggled alopecia but like you don't you don't have to air your dirty laundry just let that pass and everything i don't know man Uh, it's tough again it's complicated we it's 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 a lot different and and it's a lot of pressure it's a lot of stress i think he already had beef with chris rock blaze and his wife and in a different award show and i think it just bubbled over i think he deserves the opportunity to rebuild from it. He said he's working on himself. I, I believe that. And it's like, it's a momentary loss for a dude that's never done anything publicly wrong. He's not out there. He's not Russell Crowe. He's not punching people with phones every week. Like he's not fighting around the world. Like how South Park used to make that joke. It's like, it's just, <laughs> he, he fucked up for one moment, you know? Anyway, we can, we can move on to the actual award ceremony. Yeah. Which kind of sucked anyway. Like, uh, First of all, the pre-tape stuff I thought was a total joke. Yep. Um, you know, I think that's probably why Hans Zimmer bailed, right? He's like, fuck this. I'm yeah, not you're gonna... not even going to respect me. Why should I fly out to Hollywood? Yeah, I thought that was so... That came off so cringy. Uh, just to, to malign... I and, and we talked about this before. If you're going to cut Hans Zimmer... Uh, walking to the stage to collect a, an Oscar for score or whatever it may be, cinematographers, editors, uh, then the bits that you're going to fit in in that ex- that time save better be fucking amazing. And they were not... It, we got we got people being dragged on stage for like, like hot actors who had to go take a fake COVID test. Like, are you kidding me? Like, they were yeah, bad, I bad. I think Regina shit. had a... I think she was the... 
but both her and Wanda Sykes were pretty rough. Like there was not Why a laugh to be to found. Be Amy Schumer actually did really well. I thought she was the winner. I thought I thought her opening monologue when she came back out was actually yeah, right. really nice. Why didn't? Why did we need the three hosts? And then the the DJ Khaled thing doesn't make any sense either. But that so, but her bits on like Gyllenhaal and like Leo and like stuff, I actually thought those were pretty funny. And then she had the best line of the night. Camera Dodge White had uh, labeled this, but when she came back out later in the show and was like, "Hey, it's taken me a long time to get out of that Spider-Man costume. Did something happen? The vibe is weird." <laughs> Just <Yeah. laughs> labeling how we've all felt crazy for the last twenty minutes in a yeah. in a shocked state like why why can't she have just been the host yeah like like the the, the whole they had no chemistry there's the, the whole three of them at the top didn't work for me and then they leave and she comes right back up okay well this is what the the actual host monologue yeah couldn't we've just started from there um i yeah i don't get the decision what whatsoever but she she comes out with a win uh the her the best line of the night other than the vibe check one was uh was her <laughs> uh which i how i feel about it um commending Aaron Sorkin for writing a script about uh-huh. one of the funniest actresses in our gen- in history and making it not funny Completely at all. Completely unfunny. Like, not one <laughs> laugh. I thought that was an awesome bit. And I like that movie, but that was an awesome bit. It's yeah. like doing a documentary about Michael Jordan just showing the clips of the bus going from the uh, training ground to the game. Yeah, that was so good. Okay, so I'm going to give you... So let's talk about the worst bits. So I'll give you some nominees for worst bit um all of them dressing up as their favorite performances in the year in wanda sykes with the short shorts i know why he was so angry because his junk was all like that lame Uh, lame. wanda sykes wandering around the museum that no one wants to go see um bit number two okay but that was a really 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 bad bit her her that was also long yeah. Yeah. Well, what was kind of or, funny about that or is the, that or the 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 third one I was going to give you was the COVID check. Uh, those are all fine. The worst moment of the night was the Flash entering the Speed Force. <laughs> what was that? <laughs> the number one cheer uh, worthy moment in film history, apparently. And then That's the other it. one, and then like the fan favorite moment was some. The fan favorites like, was a, some uh, Army after- of the Dead. Army like, the there's a bunch of Zack Snyder of, fans. Yeah, uh, Snyder heads that uh, co- took to Twitter and just pounded the numbers. Like, who, how is it not obvious that it's going to happen? If you put anything to a Twitter vote, it's going to be just some cock and balls, like, fake thing. It's Yeah, they're just going to ruin it for you. Yeah. How was that not anticipated? So, re- and. Yeah, did you actually ask anyone that's on Twitter how that would go? Yeah. Uh, the museum thing was kind of interesting just to backtrack one. Like, you're trying to sell this gigantically massive investment of a museum, and you do it by having Wanda Sykes wander around making fun making of Making fun of the museum. stuff that's in the museum. It's like, okay, so if this is such a joke, why should I give you $40 to walk around inside of it? Completely ridiculous. And again, all this was take. I'd rather see guys walking up to the podium. Like 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 uh you know I'd rather see editors walking to the podium than than these terrible bits yeah and like I can't I can't abide <laughs> um what another point that I saw made that I really agree with it's like why are they catering to people that don't watch the Oscars why are they trying to get in the, Tony like, Hawk and fucking Sean White and it's like God like 
19 year olds don't care they're not gonna or 17 year olds or 13 year olds like they're not gonna come watch this show so why are you pissing off us fuckers yeah well it's like sean white uh comes on stage to introduce a tribute to james bond as if there aren't like four living james bonds you could have come yeah really to do like how just constant bad bad decision after bad decision um but but another a great point that I saw was you know I don't really care too much about the Super Bowl but when I tune in to watch I'm not expecting it to be dumbed down for me yeah like really. they go they go and play the game mm-hmm. exactly like how how is this not a celebration of film for people that give a shit it's just insane and then oh man yeah I don't know I it's I, how how do they keep fucking this up it doesn't make and, but now they have the, like this big moment i don't know if people turn tuned in after like i, I think, was telling my friends like holy shit did you see this will smith thing and then i think people took to twitter and then you know that they got the japanese or the australian feed mm-hmm. that was wasn't edited so they were able to to be in on the the narrative but i don't think it really drove eyeballs yeah, to- i'm interested to see if there was a, a rating spike or if, or if people were tuning in did they realize that will smith had not yet won the award and was still going to have to get up and address that because that's yeah. all we were waiting for at that point like after the slap you're just waiting to see what he's gonna say and or yeah. if he's arrested yeah can you imagine if he had been arrested? i mean i guess we, we accept this award on will smith yeah yeah or whatever but um but just absolutely i'm still shell-shocked from that moment I've seen the slap a thousand times now, and it still doesn't mm-hmm. get any less bizarre and surreal. Uh, so I feel crazy. sorry for um, the cast of King Richard. I feel sorry for Coda, the producers, the cast. I Questlove had it the worst. He had it the worst, dude. He had to go up right after that, and like the whole room was fucking agape. Just, <laughs> what are we doing out here? Yeah, I mean, Rock couldn't even like get through the 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 script you had to be like you know i mean whatever yeah, just, just roll show it the, yeah, yeah. show that um roll it yeah insane absolutely yeah. insane yeah i mean so let's talk about i mean i think we we picked all the big tickets correct like i think a lot of those were pretty locked in which is has unfortunately been the case a lot with the oscars of just like it's it's too easy to predict predict too easy that's to predict why the big tickets that's why the screenplay awards are fun that's why i like always beating you in film editing yeah uh um and can we just talk about Dune Sweep? I mean, yeah, I mean, you, no. I got to give you credit. I will say, you were really good at picking these awards. Like, like I lose to you all the time because this is actually a, a pretty good skill of yours to call that Mad Max Fury Road esque sweep. I think that was, that's a pretty bold thing to pretty pretty bold move to make and, and to have it all pay off i mean you you really had a nice ballot man like i don't think i did poorly i think you did really well the numbers were 15 out of 22 for you plus a bonus for will smith uh, lock-in uh so 16 total i got 19 plus the two parlay bonus for a 21 yeah that's really good um i uh i well i was pretty convinced about the dune stuff although i did take you know i wasn't sure about film editing i did you know i i didn't Neither of us got Belfast for screenplay. I don't think anyone I just had, had Belfast. I think it was it was gonna win something, and I, I that feels I I just don't I, I think this the screenplay isn't necessarily a strength of that that movie or I don't know maybe it is I I if uh, if I had to vote I probably would have voted for worst person in the world because actually me too it. now at this point like I I think that was the best script personally. Yeah. Um, 
but but with with the dune uh runaway on in my opinion i was able to take a swing at like something stupid like going against Encanto, and yeah just because mitchell's versus machines i i prefer personally but it also it did win the guild award for the the animators guild so i i took a swing on that knowing i i probably had a few in the bag there yeah. and then uh you know me and you both missed on uh we didn't go with our gut on animated shorts uh at least you know i think your favorite was mine as well the windshield wiper yeah um Rob, Robin, Robin was right behind it, but uh, again, it would have been nice to have called that. Um, so yeah, you know, mi- missing on three, and then in, you, you, you kind of went wild on the. Oh, you, I mean, you spread the wealth, which I, I was jealous yeah. of. Like, I would have liked to see No Way Up, um, Don't Look Up, win something. I think screenplay could have been where it had won. The editing on uh, Tick Tick Boom was great. A lot of people were kind of talking about that being in contention. Um, the my my. Uh, Paul Hirsch just speaking to me. Yeah, uh, he's in your mind, man. You guys are locked in, and <laughs> I got to go back and listen to all those conversations we have with those editors because I, I just can't pick best editing. And then, and you know, I, I, I went against Coda. I, I'm not angry that Coda won. Like, it's a nice movie. I think it's very accessible. I just, I don't see a achievement in filmmaking. Like, I there's it, it's not really nominated for cinematography it like it's not I, yes it won best writing but i i i didn't see just a just a, an incredible script there i think it's just it's a really nice story it's got a theme i think people are more celebrating the themes of the movie and the fact that it's an american sign language movie more than they're celebrating like the actual stuff that happened in the movie but it, but it's also like a, like it's a feel good movie like it's yeah. it's just it's feel good movie a good and movie. a feel good moment on stage, right? I mean, Tro- Troy Kutzer. That I think was that beautiful. Was like, that was the moment of the night. Um, yeah. Or, or the, the nicest moment. Of the, the nicest moment of the night. Or I think Ariana uh, DeBose had a really nice speech as well. Yeah, but. she was great and very deserving. That was a good one. But yeah, Troy Kutzer, I mean, who, who was there a dry eye in the audience? No, I mean, man. That, 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 and so I think pe- people wanted that experience again with the best picture, just kind of awarding something that felt great also it's adapted from a uh, like a french movie so I, I i feel like now i i have no idea if the french movie included sign language but pretty incredible to uh, possibly adapt it into a sign language movie when it wasn't there before i think that requires skill in in screen writing especially like you know the moment where he's grabbing her throat yeah. and trying like like writing that into a script i think re- you know requires a big kind of um heart and and kind of empathy uh as a screenwriter it's a nice movie it's a very nice movie i enjoyed it and this is this is where i'm trying to evolve and get better as a person is i enjoy it and then it gets a lot of acclaim and gets a lot of praise and i start to resent it because other movies that i've liked significantly more did not receive that same acclaim and that's not fair to this movie it's i i think it will be forgotten over time but it's it's fine. There was no movie that I thought was like significantly more deserving. I wasn't really a big fan of most of these films this year. I I, re- I liked Worst Person in the World. I liked Nightmare Alley. I, I liked some of these. I, I liked Don't Look Up, but I knew that had no shot in hell. But yeah, I mean there wasn't there wasn't anything that I was like a super fan of that I I felt needed to win. So if Coda's gonna win and people enjoyed that movie and it, it made them happy and brought them joy, then cool. Why not? Yeah, what's amazing to me is that, uh, all right, so Power of the Dog, nominated for 12 awards, wins one, director. 
But then a movie like Dune wins six awards and the director isn't even nominated. So it's bad. like, wh- what does that mean? I, I, how, how are you winning as a director when your movie doesn't win anything? Although you do get the most nominations, so obviously. But, but then as a director, you're able to pull together an unfilmable script and, and pull together all these Oscar winning craftspeople. Uh, and then you don't even get a nod. I, I, the, the Denny Villeneuve not even being nominated, and then a movie that only wins a single award, it, I, I that doesn't compute for me. I don't know. Yeah, I've, I've really stopped to believe in the merit of these awards. Like, it was something I, I so truly used to, for the most part, like, I knew they were political, but for the most part, I thought that winning an Oscar, like, meant something, and now I just feel it's this grab bag of just... The, the the pressure to make the show more popular is just completely warping the merit of the awards. Like I just yeah. like I I really don't feel like Coda is the best movie this year, but it's winning for other reasons, which which is fine. But it's like it's also like I don't really value the award anymore. I, yeah. Like and the same with the the Villeneuve nomination. Like I just think they they really want certain narratives, so they just force them. Uh. What's the ideal best picture this year? I don't know. What, what, what I don't do have you a, think? Well, I'm just happy that Power of the Dog didn't win because I actually didn't like that movie. I know yeah. I picked it, but I didn't really like that movie. So at least a, a movie that I liked won. But I don't is have an the, ideal is, best picture. Is there, a, is there like a social network snub? I, I just don't no. know. Is there? Will we look back on and say, I can't believe this movie was was not didn't win? And if anything, it, it would be Dune. But yeah, yeah. And another movie you didn't really like. So. Yeah. So I mean, it's just it's just a year where I didn't really connect with a lot of these pictures. But oh well, man. Yeah, it's just how it goes. I mean, I I the closest comp I could give for Coda, um, maybe um, Shakespeare in Love. Yeah. Kind of a nice movie. Just a nice that, feel uh, good. That people were pissed off that it beat Saving Private Ryan. Okay, you but look, like look, Saving Private look, Ryan was like. It, it still stands the test of time. Like, I don't think there's yeah. any Saving Private Ryan in this field. And, like, people are going to be like, how did Nightmare Alley not win, man? Like, that wasn't, like, like, like no. I had sex with my girlfriend watching that movie in the theater. But the, no fact that, the fact that Saving Private Ryan doesn't have a best picture, but Coda does, that's what that's the shit that keeps me up at night, which it should. Yeah, I know. The fact that Once Upon a Time in Hollywood doesn't have an Oscar, but or doesn't have best picture, but this does. It's like, oh, oh my God. <laughs> but those movies are nominated. It's not like it's completely ridiculous where they're not even getting nominated. It then goes into... Green uh, Book I, has I, a fucking best picture. Like, oh. Yeah, exactly. But at, Shape at of the water. same time, I think there, there's... There, I think the last 10 years, uh, I don't think there's really... They don't. They haven't really gotten it right. Yeah, they keep getting it In terms wrong. of, like, standing... St- like, withstanding the test of time. Like, I got, like, you know... Uh, social network classic example yeah uh king speech over that but i i could see dune like te- standing the test of time in, in a way of being like rewatchable like if that's ever released in imax I, i'm going I, and i'm excited for part two part two could do you think if they get the storytelling more locked in or do you think if that comes together in a in an awesome Finale or, or close to that story, you think it's, you could see like a Return of the King type sweep? Yeah, or... I think they're waiting to really lean into the second phase of Dune. Yeah, yeah. I think that could be pretty cool, but who knows? Um, knows? Alright, man, well, it's, uh, that was wild as shit, and uh, I, I, can't, I can't believe there's only one thing that we'll be talking about from that, but um, yeah, 
I, I I'd be interested to see the the ratings, but I I would love it if this production team and, and what's his name just never come back. And they, you know what I miss like John John Stewart or the Billy Crystal montage. Like these are all the movies that were you know just celebrating their year in film instead of just these corny cheesy yeah. stupid bits. Bits were uh, whack. I just love if they were just could figure this out and get back to what made it good and prestigious and you felt like you were you know you were kind of watching the the the, the honoring of, of cinema film mm-hmm. absolutely all right well that's that's uh oscars in the that's books it, i'm excited for you to uh you already put in the order for the yeah the kurt i gotta jersey? i gotta go to china the china websites and put in my my kurt warner jersey order next time in mla you can take me to the most crowded street. We'll get the DVD out and I'll uh, start <laughs> selling my wares. Now, have we decided on uh, should we take a tour of the Academy Motion Picture Museum with you in the Kurt Warner jersey and then we come out and I open palm slap you on the street? I think or... that could be a good way to go about it. I think at this point we've got to do some sort of open palm slap to celebrate the 2022 <laughs> It's, it's the most iconic moment of the show. It should be included in the bet. Although I, I also like the idea of you setting up a booth saying, uh, "Underdog, the uh, Kurt Warner story." Yeah. Won best so picture, you get to choose one. You get to choose one road. You either we, we'll go to the museum together, and I'll wear the Kurt Warner jersey, and I'll have the goatee. I can do all of that. You get to choose whether I'll set up the booth and try to try to sell the movie to people, or <laughs> whether you just slap me in the face. Those are your two choices. I'm not doing both. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, uh, I, I'm not, uh, you know, I, um, violence in all forms, uh, I, I, I yeah, condemn, so. That's uh, fair. <laughs> Too much toxic <laughs> ma- masculinity on the yeah. analysis. Maybe, maybe you just set up a booth and have people come and slap you. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's cut it there. We're not going to get yeah. a bigger laugh, Wanda Sykes. All right, well, thank you guys for listening. Hope you enjoyed that weird-ass Oscars. Don't forget to wash your hands. Stay safe. We'll see you down the road. See you down the road. Bye.